92.3 FM and 11.90 AM. Depend on it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Pat Miller Program as we get into our third final hour of the day here on Thursday. This is always the time every week uh, that we have our uh, little tete-a-tete, our little meeting with 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Nice to have you here. So a little bit of activity going on up there on Capitol Hill. Uh, the, the most part of what I want to talk to you about today is going to be relative to um, the defense policy bills and, and all of that and the money and what are we giving away just so we can know that we're going to that we're not going to go bankrupt in the next 48 hours or whatever. But I'd be really remiss if I didn't ask you to give me your quick take on what you thought of statements made by Hunter Biden yesterday. And now all the Democrats that are running around like chickens with their heads cut off, acting like that if they don't protect Biden, that the whole country is going to come to an end. It's like Hunter Biden is the representative of everything that is constitutional in this country. I I almost find it hilarious. The uh, the the podium and the the place on Capitol Hill for Hunter Biden to come and and give a, a quick press conference where he denied that his dad had anything to do with all of his illegal dealings with foreign countries. Uh, in spite of remember remember the, uh, skimming ten percent off the top for the big guy, he didn't want to address that, but he was he was lying and saying his dad didn't have anything to do with it. And Eric, all the while, Eric Swalwell is standing right by him, and he's the one who. Uh, hosted him on Capitol Hill. The irony of that wasn't lost on me. But look, uh, Hunter Biden is one member of the most corrupt family ever to live in the White House. And this is a lot less about Hunter Biden than it is Joe Biden, who lied to the American people and said he didn't have any dealings, financial dealings with China, but his son Hunter did, and they commingled funds. And he can lie to the American people and say his dad had anything to do with it, but the facts suggest otherwise, and and they're refusing to turn over all the documents, and he's refusing to testify before the committee. Now, I do have mixed feelings about this. I know he he, he uh, offered to testify in public and uh, in front of Jim Jordan's committee. I say let him have it. Uh, uh, go before the committee and record it. Let the American people see uh, this guy and 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 come to their own conclusions. But. The fact of the matter is he, he he's refused, President Biden has refused to cooperate with the investigations. And that's why this week we started formally the impeachment process by passing the impeachment inquiry. Every single Republican voted for it. And, and now we're going to move forward uh, 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 with the investigation even further. It, it will be interesting to see how all that plays out. Let me jump now, if we can, Congressman, and get to the subject that is I think most at hand here over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours, and that is the funding bills. Your thought on the $886 billion defense policy bill, from what I've been able to glean, I believe you voted for it, but you're not crazy about it. Well, I, I did vote for it. I mean, this, this, the, the, the National Defense Authorization Act is the, the one bill that we pass every year that supports our military, it supports our troops. The bill this year is a mixed bag, I admit it. There, there are things that got added to it uh, late in the process, like extending the FISA reauthorization for four more months. It's been, it's been on the, the law has been on the books for five years, extended for four months while Jim Jordan and the Judiciary Committee comes up with a, a strong reform FISA bill that would extend it even further. Uh, I, the, the FISA issue... 
uh, has been abused. It needs to be reformed. Uh, it was what uh, th- those authorities that, w- that were used to spy on President Trump. There's some big problems with it. At the same time, Pat, if you completely let it expire, then you can't track foreign terrorists who are coming over the su- southern border or in other countries who are plotting attacks on America. So there are reasons that FISA is important. It does need to be reformed extending it for just a very short four months so that Jim Jordan can pass the reform bill. Um, I'm, 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 I'm okay to an extent going along with that and voting for the overall, the, the, the underlying defense bill is, is actually really important and really good. Pay raise for the troops, uh, better advanced uh, military equipment if we ever get into a war with China to deter China. Support for Israel is in the annual defense bill. And, by the way, a lot of the issues that I work on as chairman of the Military Personnel Subcommittee, this is the first bill that Congress has ever passed, and Joe Biden is going to sign it, that will ban critical race theory in the military. It also uh, begins to completely dismantle, because the language that I got passed in it, uh, the DEI woke complex at the Pentagon, this is really important, um, and, I, and I think this is going to have a big impact that people are going to see over the next year to unravel the damage that the Biden administration has done with wokeism and DEI in the military. And I got language inserted that will uh, uh, dismantle that bureaucracy within the Pentagon. It bans drag shows at military bases. I know there, there are some graphics and things floating around that says otherwise, but it does have language in it that cements the Pentagon position that's against the policy of the Pentagon for drag shows to occur on a military base. So, Can, can, can you believe that even needs like to be part of the really consideration? I mean, can you believe that that's where we are? No, it's, it's crazy. And we, you know, I, I chair this subcommittee. We have hearings. We had a hearing yesterday on, on why recruitment numbers are so bad for the Army, the Air Force, and the Navy. And I think the big reason why is because of the, the, what the military is becoming, it's becoming politicized by the left, and it shouldn't be that way. And you have moms and dads who served in the military telling their kids not to serve. So the, these are issues that are really important. I work on these issues. I served in uniform. I served in Afghanistan. This bill is not perfect. It doesn't do some things that I wish that it would do, uh, but it's really important to our troops. It's really important to the military. It's really important to preparing us for a war with China or other adversaries to deter those enemies. That, that's why I voted. For, the, the, to me, the good far outweighed the bad in the bill, and that's why I voted for the defense bill. I, I wish that we could get to the point. I don't know that we ever will, because there are so many people from both parties, quite candidly, that don't have the gumption or the wherewithal to stand up and go, okay, enough of this nonsense. No more additions onto a bill anything that does not reference directly what it is that that bill is about. Um, and, and that's where we get ourselves in, in trouble here, Congressman. When you've got a bill that deals with farms, and in the midst of the farms, uh, you also have to include things in there uh, about you know how exactly it is going forward that pickup trucks need to be built. You know, One has nothing to do with the other, but they add it on, and you've got to do it or you can't vote on the farms. And that's the way it is here. And, and they, they always do it every time, and they do it. It's like they're trying to take our defense, and they're trying to take that and hold it hostage, which I think is is one of the most reprehensible things that Congress can do. Yeah, I, I agree with you. In this case, 
they do it. They hijack the defense bill because it's the one bill that we actually pass every single year to to authorize the the military to pay our troops to do the things that we have to do to go out and 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 fight and win wars and deter our enemies. And so that's why you see like other other committees try to tack on their issue, like the FISA issue didn't belong in this bill. And that was something that Chuck Schumer and Speaker Johnson added at the last minute. I think it was wrong for them to do that. But you know there are lots of other things like. Like in in the bill, we got language that would um, that would uh, uh, address the unused uh, uh, border wall material in Texas and Arizona, so that 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 border wall material is is used to secure the border and um, is, issues that to address the fentanyl epidemic and and name China as being responsible for fentanyl flowing over our border. I mean, these are national security issues, and these are in the bill, and that's why I, vo- I voted for it. I know they're part. Every year, this is the seventh time I've voted for this bill, and every year there are things in it that I don't entirely agree with, but at the end of the day, it's, it's supporting our military, and that's very important to me. It's my top priority in the Congress. You know, when you said that about China, uh, my, my mind went back to just a couple of days ago. It's We start hearing these stories now that China is very actively trying to hack our infrastructure here uh, in our country in a big way. And I, I think back to a couple of weeks ago when President Xi and President Biden were sitting across the table from each other. And President Xi always sits there with this smug look on his face when he's talking to Joe Biden or about Joe Biden. And it's because he knows he's got him over a barrel. Uh, you know, here, here he is. There's no way that all this stuff about attacking our infrastructure happened since that meeting. It was well underway. Xi knew it. Most of China knows it. And he had... It makes me feel, and I almost feel un-American saying it, but it makes me feel very vulnerable that, that the communist Chinese leader was in San Francisco, in the United States, looking across the table at an American president and thinking, you poor, sad sap of a president, if you only had the ability to know what it is that we're doing to you, you're not even going to be president a year from now, and your country may not even be a country five years from now. That's exactly what I think President Xi was sitting there thinking when he had that smirk on his face. Yeah, he knows he always has the upper hand with Joe Biden because Joe Biden is weak. He projects weakness. They're not afraid of Joe Biden. Joe, Joe Biden is a dream come true for the Chinese, and they, they want him to be president for, for another four years because of that, because they know they can get away with running uh, over America and our interests every every time like they do. So it's important that we force Joe Biden to sign defense bills like this one. They get tough on China, that hold China accountable, that modernize our military so that we have new sophisticated emerging technologies to fight and win, win a war against China. That's that that's the only power. Strong power is the only thing that speaks to the Chinese to deter them from running over us. And uh, that, that's what the that's what the defense bill is all about. One last thing, Congressman. We were talking to Third District Congressman Jim Banks, also uh, one of the leading contenders for the Senate seat uh, next year in the state of Indiana. Uh, but I don't want to leave you without getting to this one, Congressman Banks. Um, the, the headline is that Hamas operatives are surrendering in large numbers. And one of the reasons that the article, when you dig into it, uh, we talked about this in our first hour today, but it says that they, Hamas, know the Israelis won't treat them the same way that they would treat the Israelis who would be surrendering to them. 
So because Israel stands strong, even though the AOCs of this world are over here screaming and shrieking and saying, you've got to go with a, with a long-term uh, peace initiative, you've got, to, you've got to have a ceasefire and all that, leave them alone. You know, Netanyahu said, look, they came and they attacked us like this. We don't sleep until there is no Hamas. And, and that's what they're going for. And Congressman Banks, I say more power to them. Yeah, more power. Net- Netanyahu is, uh, is, is the, the leader that you want in charge uh, to project that strength, like what I was talking about, where other, other, uh, where they're the Hamas and Hezbollah and these in Iran and these and their proxy groups, the terrorists in the Middle East, they know there's hell to pay if they cross uh, Netanyahu. And and what what you're describing, we we need that in the White House. We need that type of spine and backbone and strength, a strong American president back in the White House to deter our enemies, just like Netanyahu is deterring Hamas and his his enemies in Israel as well. No, I think you're exactly correct. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, according to a lot of the insiders that I have heard talking about what's happened over there with Gaza, uh, that, that more than 900 of their Hamas tunnels have already been destroyed, that 6,000 of their fellow operatives have been killed, that more than half of their battalion commanders have been killed. Uh, this is not good for Hamas, and I don't think this is the way they thought it was going to play out when they crossed over that fence and snuck into Israel and started cooking their babies and started killing uh, men and women from Israel. And, and, Pat, this is why it's so dangerous for the American left to call for ceasefires over there and try to push Netanyahu and Israel back from defending themselves. Yep. So. When you're calling for a ceasefire, you're telling Net- Netanyahu he's got to allow Hamas, uh, keep allowing Hamas to build up and attack um, Israelis and not fight back against it. I mean that that's weakness. That uh, instead get out of their way and support Israel in their cause of wiping Hamas off the map. That that will de- that will deter the terrorists in a in a heartbeat. Um, as, as far as you know, do you and I speak again next week? I sure hope so. Yeah, the, the following week I'm out, and I'm sure you're probably going to be very busy with Christmas things. But uh, if for some reason we don't talk next week, I'm planning on doing it. But if we don't, um, uh, Christmas blessings to you uh, and the rest of the bank, uh, the bank's crew there, uh, there in your home. And uh, uh, I, I think you know what you've come to mean to us. And I hope that uh, blessings continue to flow on you and Amanda and your beautiful daughters and the great work that you're trying to do uh, there on Capitol Hill. Congressman Banks, as always, sir, thank you very much for your friendship, and thank you very much for the stands you take. Thank you, Pat. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you very, very much. Uh, 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Podcasts by Federated Media.